1: hey
2: guys welcome back to the art of craftsmanship podcast my name is dustin o'hara and i'm here with my brother and co-host devin
3: hey guys hey devin
2: (laughs) all right devin what do you got for
3: us today and some things that should not have been forgotten were lost history became legend legend became myth and for two and a half thousand years the ring passed out of all knowledge (laughs) what's that whistling
2: i was i was trying to whistle the uh (laughs) lord of the ring theme (laughs) (laughs) i know (laughs) harmonizing while whistling we can't do that makes me makes me laugh that's a good one yeah (laughs) so
3: i was um i i found on youtube like the extras lord of the rings extras which i have watched you know a million times when we got the dvds when they came out yeah right which i i just they're so good and i it's like uh it's like comfort food watching those extras yeah
2: because there's so
3: there's so much of them and it's they're so funny and good and you love everybody in it and then all the the makers and crafts people and artists are so good at what they do and so passionate Man, it's so much fun to watch him make that stuff. Um, yeah. And that quote was written by his. Um, they had like Fran, Peter Jackson, and another, yeah, and the, Fran Philippa, Walsh, or, and Philippa Boyens. Yeah, yeah, she she came up with that because they basically oh, tasked nice. her with, um, you know, the first six minutes of the movie or whatever is the, basically the recap, right? Or it's like it's like trying to get you to know the whole lore of the right, you know, like, right. Like, five books, basically. Yeah. You know, so. And she, they're like, all right, you got to do all this in, like, whatever, a f- f- two pages. <laughs> you know, to start yeah. the movie. We have to put everyone who doesn't know anything about it in the right mind. And it's such a good, I watched, that, that's what got into me. I watched uh, The Fellowship of the Ring, the first one the other night. and And uh, nice. it's just so good. Such a great movie. But, yeah. and I, I remember just getting so excited that, that beginning few minutes really puts you in it and gives you all the information you need to know right away. And then that that yeah. last little bit kind of wraps up. Just simple and some things that should not have been forgotten were lost. Stuff like that. Well, it's just a, a beautiful sentence.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a good one. And like you were saying you're... I feel like that uh, watching those extras and watching those movies are very nostalgic. Not mm-hmm. that that's like a super, super long time ago but it definitely is... They came out, you know, like it was twenty we in years high ago. School. 20 20 was it really? Years ago. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that was when we were in high school. I guess when that was, yeah, because I was in college. I guess when they came out, because it was it was twenty years ago. Jeez. Yeah. In in two thousand three. <laughs> right. I mean, they yeah, were shooting it in. Yeah. I mean, they in,
3: started in like ninety eight planning it. Oh man, That's wild. And started shooting in like two thousand one.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, I think the the quality of those movies hold up you know because of the technology that they were coming up with for all of the you know the bigotures and the and the miniature yeah, filming right. and all that stuff everything they were doing in weta was like was state-of-the-art at the time and they were like pushing the boundaries of what you can do with uh, analog and digital like back right. and forth right and so like what we know now as like cgi and and the way movies are shot are a lot tons of them are influenced by what what it did mm-hmm. then
3: mm-hmm. you know
2: so although it feels nostalgic it's like it doesn't feel dated you know so maybe that's why i was like you know it feels like nostalgic but it doesn't feel like that long ago but it definitely is something from you know the it's like that that time like that from high school to college that kind of end of our childhood into adulthood um yeah it's right really Influenced right. a lot of i think just the way like we the way i look at art and design and what it means to be an artist and a creator and a maker and how fun that can be and how Mm -hmm. different you can be. You don't have to be the typical, like, you know, like Peter Jackson's not like the typical Hollywood, you know, good looking, whatever, you know, (laughs) know, like he's not, when you think of this like larger than life person that, that created these things, I mean, we think of him because he's been in all the extras we know him, but you know, he's just like such a fun you know, Hobbity type person. So it was cool. Like his excitement about what he was doing was what was pushing him to be like so good at it, you know, and right. to come up with something and to make something that he loved and that he wanted to have that passion and love and and everything that you get out of the books into those three movies. Yeah and uh, yeah. and
3: the The Hobbit movies were kind of such a letdown it's like a lot of the stuff they learned in those movies they kind of threw out for instead of trimming it down tightening things right everything it was extra bloated it was way too much cg characters that didn't need to be cg were cg Mm -hmm. like Gollum in the in the movies and the first ones had to be cg just kind of had to be and that's understandable and it it was really well done but yeah it was so many characters in, in like I don't even I don't think I watched the third one because it, it I, I was so put off by like the first and second <laughs> one like oh right. man this yeah. is so it's weird when someone does something so great and then something else just doesn't hit at all you yeah. know yeah
2: yeah I know what you mean yeah and and like that I I, th- I I think I, th-
3: why was. I I'm thinking yeah. it's it's such a movies are such a collaborative effort. Right. Yeah. That sometimes. Not only that, and it's kind of a lightning in a bottle thing. You just get right the right people together, right? The right environment, the right time, the right script, and then just a crew who's there, the right few people to say yes and no, the right editor, the right you know, it like all kind of like so many things are so important to a good movie. If you right. have a bad editor, it's not good if you have bad sound design it's not good if you have bad music it's not good if you have bad director it's not good if you have a bad um <laughs> cast it's not good yeah. right? there's so many huge pillars that you knock one out like so I don't know Nothing what happened false, yeah, yeah I, I think maybe yeah you know, it's like maybe you got they, excited about it and just went overboard like some right. people do
2: yeah and I think you know what what to me made the the first trilogy so good is that it was so believable right it was like mm-hmm. oh this is you know this feels like a real world mm-hmm. you know we're looking like it's it we've uh, our technology's come far enough that we've gotten out of like fake puppetry into puppetry that's so good that it's believable in a real world but but now 20 years later or whatever 15 years later when they started making the 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 hobbit trilogy the technology had moved forward enough to be able to make cg look real enough that like there were it almost seems like they were okay, like some somebody was like okay we have this technology now that we can do these things that we can portray these other characters right. that are that are more hard to believe that they are real and in, in a real world, but we can do them now because we can do them in CG. Right. But then, you know, but then it takes you out of that believability because it's no longer like an orc or urkai is like big guy dressed up with makeup and, and prosthetics right. to make them seem like a real person because they are a right. real person.
3: It, it works.
2: Yeah. They had, had, like, like,
3: Cockney accents, you know? It was like... Yeah,
2: right, exactly, yeah. He's like, we're gonna find him, blah,
3: blah, blah, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And everything was done, a lot of in-camera tricks, right? All that perspective stuff. All the, like, old-school tricks that just work well. And then, all of a sudden, you have, like, a Hobbit movie where the camera's flying around through things, and it's like, well, even no matter how good this guy looks, I know it's not real. You can still tell. We're not there yet where you can't not tell. Yeah, right. But even if it's good, like a dragon or golem, yeah, we understand that it's going to be CJ.
2: Right, exactly. Or something. We
3: understand that that doesn't exist. But a humanoid character talking to us, we are trained all our lives to know what that looks like.
2: Yeah, that's that. What's the uncanny The the uncanny
3: uncanny Uncanny valley.
2: valley. Right, yeah.
3: So we have more practice at at seeing that than anything else. Mm -hmm. Seeing a human face. (laughs) Right. <laughs> we know when it's not right but um anyway, so
2: yeah no, that's good. Love,
3: and, love that stuff love the the quote that it was kind of it was just we need something to wrap it up in, in yeah. such a such a beautiful way, such an intro to such a great series.
2: One of the the coolest things that I've experienced over the last say eight, nine, maybe seven, eight years is being able to introduce Corinne to that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, those, Mm -hmm. you know, those movies and the Harry Potter movies and all Mm -hmm. this, like, Mm -hmm. these amazing movies and things that have, like, action and adventure and fighting and, you know, some scary stuff. She's now, obviously, she's old enough now, but, you know, over those last years, she's become old enough to be able to experience that and then have her love it as much as I do. You know, like that's a a cool thing. And, you know, to watch some of the older ones like Jurassic Park, like she loves the original Jurassic Park and, you know, some of these great old movies and things like Braveheart, you know, which like these characters and these, you know, these stories that I've loved for such a long time that I can then, you know, show her and – that's fun. That's a fun, like, oh, I'm so excited for you to see this thing I that I absolutely love and, like, let's watch it together and, you know, talk about the characters and she, like, all the time she watches YouTube videos of, um, like, analysis or theory about about mm. movies and videos That's and great. Uh, games and stuff. She watches them all the time and, like, so often I'll, like, i'll be i'll come in and she'll be watching something on the lord of the rings and you know it's like all these you know a certain thing about a character like where Mm -hmm. if you go back and you look and you see all these little either spoilers or these little easter eggs and stuff and you know like different things that happen throughout the movies and uh, it's always it's fun to see like have her get excited about that stuff as much as i am now and was when they first came out
3: yeah yeah, it's a good great great stuff and great for inspiration for everybody yeah um yeah, so I, I don't know I I had a transition into something else.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: For... Well, oh no one one thing. Yeah. What are you drinking? What do you got? Ah,
2: okay. Uh, so drinking a Natty both, with Nellie's uh, Nellie oh. and Nellie and. What's it, Nellie? Nellie? Uh, oh, Nelly the lime. Somebody's, yeah, the lime juice. Yeah, Key Lime. Key Lime. Nellie's famous Key Lime juice. Nice. I filled up the fridge again. I was happy. It was like, you know, it, it was just the right time for that picture to happen. I was like, oh, that's great. Full fridge <laughs> yeah, at Bo. That was good. Got the Nellie's yeah. on the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, drinking um, that, and then I have a uh, all-day IPA as my second. Nice. How about you? What you got?
3: I got a 16-ounce uh, from the source. Was it yes- yesterday? Yesterday. Oh. Mm-hmm. i went and went and bought a uh, vortex you know they 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 don't have them in many stores yet vortex, they they're yeah. brewed in in new freedom in in pa oh, right okay. off the trail oh. um
2: is that the place we stopped at when no we were, no that was oh,
3: okay. i forget the name of that one but this like one was actually train in, something or, this or was whatever. in this was in the town right before that one oh, okay that, that we passed up and i remember thinking like i think there's a, a brewery and it is a really cool brewery. Um, And the beers, they turn out to be really good. Because Guy and I, yesterday, both, we biked from Whitehall to New Freedom. It must have, I think it was like, (gasps) bless you. It was like 10 10 miles each way or something. You know, maybe 12 miles. Nice. Right on. So we flew up there. (laughs) And then I I killed my battery there and back. (laughs) And it's cold weather, too. You know, so I think it, like, probably lost 30%. But Mm -hmm. killed my battery. Of course, Guy had a bunch left with his super bike. <laughs> um but i had a great ride and went up there and yes. had a flight which we immediately regret Regretted because <laughs> we did the math because you know it was a new place i was like yeah right you hey you guys have like flights years. or something i want to try and they're like yeah here you go do a flight it was like 13 bucks or whatever I'm Like, all right, okay. cool four small beers that's fine yeah and then guys are looking through. He's like, oh, happy hour. I'm like, oh, I should have guessed. It's, it's a weekday. and it's, Yeah, right. It was, <laughs> and it was. It was like 4 o'clock. I was like, man, I almost always ask for specials or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, sure enough, like, it was like a dollar off any beer. And the beer we wanted was already, I think, was like five bucks.
2: Oh, man. So you
3: could basically get a 16-ounce draft, really big, nice draft for like four bucks.
1: But it's, <laughs> so instead, got, in, like three instead
3: we get, instead we got sixteen ounces of flight beers for like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Guy was real Dang. butt hurt. He was, you know him. He he knows he missed out on a deal. He's he's upset. <laughs> oh, you know, man, crazy. what am I drinking? <laughs> what is this? But then Drink it so. Up.
2: Eighteen dollar shot, I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but we had a good time. We managed to drink our flight, and I bought, I bought four, and then took them back. Nice. Hung oh. the bag off the back of the bike, and <laughs> oh, wrote,
2: nice. <laughs> that's great. Rode home.
3: Um, <laughs> so good stuff. Anyway, this is, uh, it's just it's an Irish, like a red style Irish oh, ale. Right on. Nice. Uh, and that's uh, Vortex,
2: Vortex. 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 Yeah, oh, okay. it's
3: called Harkin. Hurricane, but nice. it's a good. Their red ale was really nice, and their porter was really nice. And then they had mm. some lighter ones that are just kind of you know classic standard you know tastes like Yingling or Rogers, something. Yeah, right. Pretty pretty yeah. simple stuff that was very unoffensive, I'd say, to the taste. There you go. That's you know always, what I mean? Like that's something that's kind of that's kind of if you're thinking like like a Yingling, right? Like it's not gonna you're not gonna go Ugh. It's like, yeah, oh it's like oh this an is
2: easy this drinking is, yeah like, this is this yeah. is fine yeah nice
3: um yeah right on so yeah we have, to, we have to swing by there if we bike up there again um and then real quick <laughs> we biked the other day at oh man I, we got to go this trail with everybody it's off of uh, susquehanna is that that's that runs yep. north mm-hmm. to east kind of down right through pa yeah. down yep. ends in habit grace mm-hmm. um yep. up near um three mile island okay Okay, the the nuclear disaster place. Um, (laughs) But uh, we went over there, and that was such a cool trail. They paved the whole thing. It's like 14 miles long. Oh, nice. And that goes through a couple towns. It it runs next to the river there. It goes under Ah. bridges, through little towns, through fields. Like, the whole thing's paved. It was really cool. But the problem with that is, for some reason, I didn't charge my battery. It didn't charge properly. So I started out with three... Oh, I started man. out with basically
2: 60%.
3: <laughs> and our plan was to get to this certain town, stop, have a beer and lunch, mm. and then head back. But by the time we got to that town, my last light was blinking. Oh, man. <laughs> so I basically went all the way and then, had to pedal and then the got back. stuck. I was petting, him, and then I did what I, we did on the ride: is I held onto the back of Guy.
2: <laughs> That's great because he, yeah. he's
3: he's got the child seat on the back with a handle on it on the top. Nice. So I would grab on that and kind of lock myself up. And it was pouring rain because we didn't oh, think it man. was going to rain. So we're both like, <laughs> it's like forty degrees, pouring rain. I'm hanging on to him. We were soaked.
2: Uh, sounds like an awesome time. Oh, we actually we had a great time. We're laughing. <laughs> I know, that yeah, time. exactly. That's like, yeah, that's like Baker Camp. Yeah, it's like any time mm-hmm. that there's like something extreme, it's just a memory. Yeah, you know, it makes memories like that's great. Yeah, and guy, <laughs> yeah. of
3: course, we go into the place. It was we we'd have to stop there too, if we ever go through a really cool place, a little old like old building, probably in from the 1800s. You know, yeah, looks like an old tavern. We're having some beers and some food, and um, we come out to get on our bikes they're all soaked and the guy's mm-hmm. like oh my gloves he had left he had taken his gloves off to lock it up and just <laughs> left them on the bike so the whole ride back oh man he had his gloveless he uh and i was like i was like don't you because you, he joked about having an extra pair of socks i said throw that over your hand so he's wearing these two tube socks on his hands
2: Here's <laughs> it back that's great. Yeah. Of course he is. You get back, like, and you're like, oh, here, you want my other pair? My hands are sweaty. Yeah, we, we made that joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> my hands um, are sweaty. <laughs>
3: anyway, so that was a long roundabout to saying what beer I have. Um, uh, nice. <laughs> so, do we want to talk about the new video?
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. It's funny. I'm actually, uh, I've been sitting here, like, toy tool toying with this, uh little forged Mjolnir hammer pendant that I made the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, just thinking about wanting to get back out into the forge because, you know, it had been a couple weeks or whatever since we had finished forging the cutlery set. So we just put out the, uh, the video on the forged cutlery set. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, that was a, a fun project and something that I kind of started or kind of became interested in over the summer. Uh, right I got maybe the last like couple weeks of of summer before I went back to school Um, I was just out in the forge pretty often working on some different stuff and so I like forged a couple of spoons and a spatula spatula and a a ladle and was just in this the idea of doing some kind of um, more like utilitarian forging so like forging everyday things rather than although like a knife you know which is a lot of what I've forged in the past is a a thing but an object but it's not as like you know as like used every day like a spoon or a ladle or a spatula right so right that was right, like right. more of like utilitarian whether that's a you know kitchen or or just uh you know a fire poker or something like that so i was thinking it'd be kind of fun to like make some more things like that that just uh test and like push my um skill as like a um you know, black uh, of Smith, but, you know, doing smaller things, right? So it's like more control, less like just big muscle hammering, bang, bang, you know, more like small detail work, you know, trying to be really uh, specific about what I'm doing, how I'm hitting, like hammer control, you know, making these shapes and then also thinking about the design of things and just the kind of evenness of forging and, you know, trying to do a lot of. Forged to finish things as much as possible, you know a little bit of grinding here and there, which I don't mind it You know, I'm not like a purist, but uh, you know, just Trying to do some interesting work with just what you can do with just the steel How do you you know how do the lines work? How's the symmetry? How is the the design? How's the weight and the balance on an object like something you want to hold and use in your hand, so um, I thought it'd be fun to try that forged uh, color reset I had seen uh, we th- went to the Renaissance Festival, I think, the second to last weekend this year, and there was a little knife and um, I guess just like a, a single poker, almost like a, like a metal scribe, but uh, just a single metal. So you can imagine it would be like, uh, you know, fork and knife type of thing, but if just a single time rather than a pair or like multiples. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was cool and like kind of together. So I thought it'd be fun, fun to uh, to make a set like that or to make a combination of fork, knife, spoon because again those are kind of more utilitarian more useful objects um and how can you do something like that but forge it in a way that's also beautiful and takes some technical skill and um and then also at the end was to figure out a way to make you know make it out of scraps which I think is kind of fun too you know because that's uh Something that I had done over the summer with the ladle, which I made out of the railroad spike, and then the uh, the spatula, which I made out of the lawnmower blade.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's just it's such a fun. It, it, I think it makes the object, especially if it doesn't have to, if it's not a knife, it doesn't have to hold an edge. you it's not, yeah, all the quote unquote wrong steel, it all works. Right. Yeah. A ladle, a spatula is never going to get. You know, no one ever says this. This ladle's too dull.
2: Yeah, it, right, it's exactly. lost
3: its bowl like, yeah. it, f- it just flattens right. out I can't and, scoop you know, anything anymore
2: right and forging mild steel is a lot easier than forging high carbon right. steel right. Right, right 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 right. so and it's so,
3: a little bit more uh, instant gratification with like oh yeah. I just I turned that quick that flattened out quick right yeah even though shooting it does feel very slow right
2: yeah Yeah, because all the moves are
3: just hanging out. I mean, there's so much (laughs) trimming and cutting. Like I I saw he's, you know, that was like four heats. I mean, that's also your, you know, your forge. It doesn't, you know, it's not a super hot, like red hot thing that stays, you know, it's, it's not as crazy as some of the, and you're making smaller swings because you're not as, you know, you're not a master blacksmith. Right. Exactly. mm -hmm. Yes. It's not
2: my hammers, like, you know, huge, like you know like yeah not I'm not making a ton of ground in each heat you know so right
3: right yeah and without a uh, uh you know what do they call it automatic hammers those yeah, power, hammer, power hammer right with pram-
2: us or whatever yeah
3: yeah it's uh but it, it's it's a cool process and it's you know it was a kind of a bitch to edit because right like I, I told you a little bit about last night I was like and we had talked about it while you were shooting it. I was like, I think it's important to show that you're doing three at one time,
2: right? Yeah, because that was the other thing, you know, trying to utilize the like efficiency of the of the forge and mm-hmm. like how to mm-hmm. how to be an efficient use of time and uh, you know fuel and like my body, right? So like had three things in the forge and going through, you know, pulling things out forging on one of them putting it back in by the time i get that one back in the f- you know one that i started two ago is now hot again so it's yeah. like you know not a ton of like downtime just waiting for things to heat up
3: yeah and i, I mean i complain about it being a slow shoot but that made it a little better
2: because mm-hmm.
3: there wasn't so much i mean, we're gonna wait you know whatever a few right. minutes until this heats up and we're just gonna hang around and do nothing there was always something to shoot so we so I edited it in the beginning Like the first half where it's back and forth, back and forth, and you're kind of seeing things, a few movements here, a few shape changes here of each one. Right. Trying to get progress and trying to keep it, keep the pace of the video moving because there's, I mean, it's all, it seems to be the same thing. You're bending over, just hitting something, hammering, hammering, hammering. Right. So 25 minutes of hammering without showing okay, that thing just bent, that thing just flattened, that corner's right. down now, that, that's stretched out now. I think those are what you have to try to capture. And then once that went through, then the, the visually interesting stuff to me was when you heat it up and you started making the movements and twists and bends mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and the bowl of the spoon, stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to focus now um, on each thing until pretty much completion. Until, right. until you have to do finished grinding and, and until you got to um, blacken it and all.
2: Yeah. Right. Because it's it's all that prep for that, like, final bend, twist, move yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just, like, getting everything to the right shape. And then from that shape, then you mm-hmm. shape it into whatever it's going to be. Like, right. Obviously, well, the biggest one for that is the fork, right? Because the fork is it's too points two tines of fork but it's only two because it's two ends of a long skinny piece that come together in a multiple twists that then come together and put the tines together so other so up until that point up until that bend which is i think i did that in maybe three heats or so you know i had 25 heats before that that was just drawing out one long piece of steel into a long you know straight right. piece that was pointing right. on both ends there so, so yeah. much of that
3: was just like all right, we see it. He's, he's. All right, let's skip a few heats. Okay, it's getting yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now next shot, he's got to cut it off because that's enough. Like <laughs> we know, yeah. we know what he's doing.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's the thing too. It's like you know when, as as I've been doing more uh, reels, you know, I'm trying to think like, okay, how do I show, you know, one step of each part of the process, so that way someone can get the idea of the whole thing, mm-hmm. but they're just seeing mm-hmm. one step, mm-hmm. you know. Or like one or two steps, depending on what I, you know, what it is I'm showing. But, um, you know, like just editing that, funneling it down to just the bare minimum of information that you need to know. And so, right when I'm just drawing out one piece of steel and a long spike, a double-ended spike, there's only so much you have to show that gives that information right it shows right. that that's what's happening like okay yeah maybe two three shots of that happening and then you understand okay it's he's doing this for a while until it gets it long and skinny but it's the same thing just like working one piece of steel out until it's longer
3: yeah and, yeah when you're doing a minute reel, it's even so much more so right you yeah. have you have it's it's you just gotta yeah chop but then getting every, it, every yeah. little bit
2: the the like actual the big moves or the twists or things like that mm-hmm. that's what people want to see that's what they're curious about like oh how did that happen what did you do what tool did you use what right. thing did you bend it around how did you heat it like it's how many heats did it take yeah you know, that's the things I, they want to see
3: that's like that's the magic part mm-hmm. a human bending steel <laughs> you know it's mm-hmm. steel you don't bend steel right but yeah. all of a sudden you're bending it like it's you know like uh putty or something yeah and it's like oh man look at that like i think it's just really really a cool part of it so um yeah me me going through and trying not to show too much of the each other thing before we get there like right yeah. trying to avoid showing close-ups of you putting something back in the fire that showed progress of the other thing before uh, the people okay. saw it you know what i mean because right. you don't want to yeah, like yeah. the twist is already there and then, all of a sudden, five shots later, I'm going to the beginning of that thing again, right, so yeah. like skipping oh, around <laughs> kind of like hiding the other stuff
2: right yeah
3: um <laughs> and then uh getting that done and I told you dust last night I, or yeah. it was like whatever three nights ago before I uploaded it, I was like doing a little quality control watching it again and and then I was getting towards the end, I was like doing the end stuff like i was I was adding in the uh the patrons. Like, the text on the end. That's always, like, right. the last thing I do. I'm like, everything's good. Let me pop the patrons on at the end and then, yeah. you know, make my <laughs> final in and out and export. I was like, I, I don't know. Thank goodness. I don't know why I thought of it.
2: <laughs>
3: I was like, man, that the, the shot of the spoon was really cool. Right. Of you hit, hammering it into the, um, into the wood stump. Yeah. I was like, wait, did I see that? Sure <laughs> <I went back laughs> enough, that part of the spoon I just had not included in my... I don't know. In my, the trickiness of editing three different things that all happen right. once in yeah. not in order, right? I I I just lost it. I moved on. I went <laughs> okay. The spoon shape's there. Okay, now I'll move on to the fork.
2: Right. Get to the twist of the handle of the spoon. <laughs> right. That's also an interesting thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Right.
3: So I was like, oh no. So <laughs> then I put that back, and then that was like like I said, there's some of my favorite shots in like the a really good sequence in the video and I think it'll be a really cool short will be you taking it quick bend you hammering it into the stump all mm-hmm. that flame all that smoke and then you kind of looking at it holding it up I think that'll make a great like 1 minute short nice
2: yeah yeah and the and the you know blacksmithing shorts have done so well um mm-hmm. you know and it, yeah the shorts and reels and stuff have done really well so That's good. Yeah. And that's like three different objects that were all forged out in that video. So that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And it was cool to like, again, you know, uh, I kind of talked about it, but I haven't really gone into it. The the idea of using scrap steel for that. So for each of those things, you know, I knew, I knew the look, I knew the design that I wanted uh, before we started, but I didn't know what steel I was going to use to forge each thing other than the fact that. The knife is a knife, so it had to be some type of hardenable steel. Whether that's a leaf spring or a file or a, you know a, a coil spring or something that had some had some uh, carbon in it, so it could be hardenable. Um, so that was, like, going from the shop and doing the drawings and then going out into the smithy and, like, digging through the bucket. Like, that was, you know, a real shot of me actually digging through the bucket not knowing what I was going to find. Right. so I was like, let me start pulling some stuff out. And so I was like, pull, it was funny because, like, looking, watching the video, I'm like, oh, this might work. This might work. This is kind of cool, you know. And then in the end we used different things. It's because that's how it was going. It was, like, just pulling stuff out. Although I did pull that little – uh uh, the lug wrench. the lug wrench yeah yeah, yeah. i was like i like, pulled it out i was like well that was definitely a real you know that was a real shot that wasn't me right. really like oh this is cool put it back in pull it out again let me make sure i get that shot it was like yeah. i was definitely yanking it out i was like oh that's yeah, kind of cool you know and <laughs> the
3: file obviously you, you i think the file and the tongs weren't in there maybe the half tong was but yeah i think they no. were they were on that right. little table anyway so right i got a lot of you digging through and then i think yeah i the only one i was like well i think the the only one we really got was a socket, but then right, yeah. Uh, then we got a shot of you looking through and going, "Oh, this file is cool," and that was all real. You're just talking, yeah. This this, oh, this one's cool. This one's not, which is I think important to capture when we can, and that um, yeah, right. The good thing about blacksmithing and doing big moves and twists and looking at stuff is you can't fake you can, right? But your reactions and what happened happens everyone knows it's it's like really happening right yeah either the the twist went well or not and you're gonna get it's gonna get a good reaction from you which was good on your part for giving good reactions but (laughs) it makes it a little bit easier because you're just genuinely happy that like the twist turned out great
2: Right, because that's like a, it's like one movement. It's a thing that, yeah, like you said, it, yes, it could be, you know, we could twist it and it doesn't turn out great and I untwist it and hammer it Mm -hmm, all back mm -hmm. to straight and do Mm -hmm. it again. Like, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to happen. Like, some of the fun part of the twist is trying to control where the heat is in the part that you want to twist. So if you want like a real, like, localized small twist, you heat up just a small area and then you twist it, you know. But if you want, like, I wanted that spoon handle to have like one kind of, 180 degree twist in it so like just a long smooth twist so I just made sure the handle was really <laughs> warmed up which was funny because then when we were like in the video where i'm like about to twist it you know i heat it up i clamp it in the in the vise, and then i'm like trying to get the 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 wrench to like be the right size and all and it's like cooling down and i'm like and i was wondering i'm like am i gonna do it now am i gonna put it back in the forge well i couldn't remember so like but it was just like just right it's just the right amount of right. heat you were actually was
3: like ah, i got some time but not that much and you're like ah, yeah ah, you were like trying to get it and then it just worked out and the whole thing was just- one big long it was like you know whatever 40 second shot which is a long
2: one so yeah yeah it was a good it was a good twist but like you said you know that's one specific movement in blacksmithing that like is not a repeatable thing whereas like you know when we're doing other things and you know other making other things that there's like more of a, a repeated you know effort like if i'm grinding a knife or whatever like things can happen over and over again or you know clamping something together, gluing something together. Like that can, it can happen in multiple parts. So, but, right.
3: But, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that that came out well. And and yeah, each, each step wasn't, was nice. Like I said, tricky Mm to edit, but, but Mm -hmm. it came out nice. Um, there was a big chunk and this is why I think if I have to give tips to anyone about while editing long videos is to, if you have the time, watch what you have every time you start back up again like an editing Mm -hmm. session right yeah like if it's 20 minutes watch it sit back and watch it every every time because you're you're feeling the flow again because obviously Mm -hmm. if you don't watch it i'm gonna drop a song here i'm gonna slow it down you want to you really want to go like all right, like it's getting, we need things to happen. That's usually what happens is you start tightening things up. Like I always say, it just gets faster and faster towards the end. Right, yeah. Because I'm like, all right, too much. We're already at like 20 minutes. It's got to start like, it's got to start getting, moving (laughs) here or whatever. So, but each time watch what you have and get a feeling for it. Because one time in the middle, or like I said, 20 minutes in, I had watched and I had like a song in it uh, uh some music and i had it all like worked out ups and downs and volume up and down when you're talking like had it all worked out and then uh i just i was like yeah we don't need this like mm-hmm. it's too much music like uh, there was like music three minutes before it and it just right. if the music doesn't feel like it adds something or it's there's times where it feels a little like uh like it's it's forced like i don't need a song here mm-hmm like, this isn't network television where every second behind something you need, like, another song. Right, like It's like, no, nah, just let it, like, breathe. And a lot of that, I think a lot of it was during the metal twisting and shaping. Like I had some, some music, but I was like, I kind of just want to hear you talking about it and just sit with it. Because it's, like, the most interesting part. So if you can right. just, if you can hang with it and just sit here for, like, the five minutes of you like adjusting things and doing the fork, like adjusting little things here and there. I thought it, it was really nice, but that, that was one where I just like, I right, delete that whole song. Like we don't need it. Right. <laughs> it's <was> too much.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I don't like, I, when I look, I don't, because I'm not editing, I don't actively think about that stuff. But one of the things, as you were saying earlier about like how you eventually, you'll like kind of speed up as you move through the video, Mm -hmm. Because you're like, okay, it's, uh, we showed some stuff we're building, you know, by the time you get to the end, you're like, I got to fit a, fit a bunch of stuff in and I'm already kind of edited out a a ways. Mm -hmm. I think that naturally, um, you know, helps the progress of the the video right because you're like you're you're getting into it in the beginning so the first half is like okay we know that the first half you're not going to see a culmination in the first half it's because it's just the first half but eventually you have to reach that like summit you know like the crescendo and then you have the like the end so you don't want that crescendo to be right in the middle you want it to be closer to the end you know that's the like the the climax so you want the climax to be (laughs) like so you're going like uphill and then it's getting like faster and faster and faster and then bam you hit the, the climax and then there's like a little, little like slow down at the end so i think that works naturally to like build up a story is to build yeah. that, that pace so you're like you're following along and then you're getting closer to it it's happening it's almost there and it's speeding you up speeding you up and you're like you know if things if things kept going really slow you might lose interest in getting to the end right getting to right. the climax because you're like it's still slow like I'm I'm getting excited. So as you're getting excited to see the final piece, things are speeding up. Yeah, don't
3: spend, unless we haven't explained it, don't spend, like, four minutes on the sharpening. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, spend, like, three shots on it towards the end, because we want to see. We've seen so much. It building, building, grinding back, put it in, done, 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 tempered, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, handles on, everything's on. It's there. The sharpening of the knife at the end is important. I want to show that it happened, Mm -hmm. but it's like... Let's just speed speed through that part and have it done. I don't right. oh, even I think I show the sharpening of this one. See, I don't know. See, that's how much I sped it up. I probably... Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, there was a little bit. Yeah, a little bit at the end of...
3: Sometimes I'll just like, jump, jump like a chunk of... I see that Oh like, I have 500 clips and I'm on like right. 340. I'm like, yeah, oh my right. gosh, like there's 160 shots left. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to just jump through. I'm like, scan through them with my eyes. Like, I don't know. There's like 20 shots. I'll go... I'll, I'll jump to like a hundred left.
2: Uh, yeah. Just God, like, that works. come on.
3: <laughs> come on. This come on. Something, something's yeah, we've seen enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's enough.
2: Yeah. And, and, um, I always with, with knife making videos, when you get to the end and people do the sharpening and then they're like, they do a whole bunch of different cut tests and stuff. I'm like, I, I'm not as worried about that. Like, mm. you, like, yeah. I mean, that proves that it is a knife that's sharp, but but I don't really care how sharp Mm -hmm. it is. You know, Mm -hmm. like I like that it's sharp. I like that you show that it's a knife and then I saw you sharpening and maybe you, you know, you cut something with it. But I think within our, our videos, usually it's like, all right, we're done. Like, here it is. You know, like, you know, Maybe I'm cutting something. Maybe you know we've done the paper cut thing in the past. You know, but but usually it's like if I'm going to use it for something like if it's a big chopper, like I'll chop something with it or you know whatever. Or if it's like with that knife, it was like cut the chicken, you know, because it was like it's a
3: food. Cut the chicken and yeah, buttering right. the.
2: <laughs> yeah right. The bread. You know? it's like I don't really need to see. I don't. You don't have to prove to me how sharp the knife is at the end, because, right? Because as a knife maker, I'm not that. I'm not. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm looking. I'm worried about the design and the ma- the the building of it, and the steps that went into it, and your tricks and things that I could use. I know how to sharpen a knife, you know. <laughs> like I, like if I want to know how to sharpen a knife, then I'll watch the knife sharpening video.
3: Right, and you can make anything look sharp, like anything. Right. that you sharpen up right, right there, and then it's going to be able to do a good cut, no matter what kind of knife it is. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, and so. all, but then, I mean, we always include, like, the slow motion nice shots at the end. Like, give yeah. you a little bit, give you, like, 30 seconds of, like, after you wrap it up. Then we get a little bit of the nice, like, beauty shots of it, just so you yeah. can kind of take it in. Um, right. Watch Dustin eat some dinner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> yeah. So. No, that was fun.
3: So, yeah, did all that, and then... uh I just put something on Instagrams and showing the first time. Oh, this is the first yeah. time I ever used AI because Photoshop told me it's like, "Hey, you have an update ready, and now we're including this AI generative tool just in every right. Photoshop now." Yeah, I was like, "All right," so I updated it, and they give you a little tutorial, which was mind blowing. I mean, they give you like, it, they like sit there in the tutorial and show the video and they tell you what to grab this like they give you the picture
2: right
3: and it it was like a house on a watery cliff and then it's it's insane like (laughs) you you pick the house I just I just it's like dragging a square over something right and I say make it a yellow house and it makes it a yellow house and it looks perfect and then I say glowing windows like there's a fire in there and it looks perfect and then it says, okay, now expand the scene. It will auto-generate everything, mountains, water. But first get rid of this cliff on the right. So I get rid of the cliff and it disappears and generates everything behind it. And then I just take my crop tool and take the yeah, left, like I said, expand the left and the right of the landscape out like you're, like two more shots. And then it auto-generates everything. And it That's gives you crazy. options of what you want. There's a different mountain. Oh, the shore comes up closer here. It's insanity. <laughs> like, crazy, crazy, crazy. And it all, yeah, looked, so it all looked pretty much perfect. Right. Um, like, I, I couldn't tell, really. Right. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so, I was like, all right, I'm going to mess around with the thumbnail, which right. was either going to be, and we shot it this way, either you using them. Right. Right. And then I think maybe it was a last minute decision. Okay. Let's just get some of them by themselves. Right. Like propped yeah, up like, with all the yeah. food.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. Cause I had like the knife on the bread or something at one point, And I was like, that's kind of cool. So we're mm-hmm. like, well, let's try it in a few different ways. Like, you know, and then it was like, okay, here we want the f- picture of the 4 Cause you're like, I want a picture of each one independently. And then we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll put them with, you know, it was like the, the food or whatever was around was kind of, it's it, our way to prop it up. So it wasn't just like sitting on the workbench. So it's like and okay, well,
3: yeah, it all looked yeah. good. You picked your like good, cool plates, like a wooden plate and a nice yeah, one, with right. and a decorative thing, and a nice bowl, and yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything just looked right. Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so yeah, it took those and then ended up using those for the thumbnail. And I, all I did was I I took each thing and just cropped around it, like general, like circle crop that, crop that, and kind of trim that. Mm-hmm. and put dragged all three into photoshop and spun them around so I, they could kind of all be almost if, as if they're on the same table right because the way they were just didn't everything it would have been like next to each other just done not line up as a table right so i kind of spun them around and again i showed that on my instagram kind of where it was and there was a bunch of big white uh white um empty spaces you know yeah which tr- traditionally with photoshop I mean, I don't have the skills anymore. Maybe when I was learning about it, I could have exp- expanded the brown, right? You could and, you could like, and smeared yeah. it and added some stuff to make it right. Be, Use conti- the clone and, tool to move right, some stuff take, over Take other it. Yeah, like, right. but it would have taken a long time to make it yeah. look good. And I just, I um, I basically lassoed that whole middle area first. I forget what my prompt was. I think I said make it a table or or you know table or something. Right. And just blended it together like right away. <laughs> yeah. Kind of in a weird way, but a, a weird it it does it so it kind of looks like natural like Right. It's a it's a bit off but not in an artificial way. It's in a in a natural there's there's bumps and things all over the table so i think it yeah it copied that there was lines and holes and because it's like your workshop table so there are all types of things on it stains and Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so that looked pretty good but then i still had the white on the right side and i was like well maybe that can be the edge of the table my thought originally was you're looking off the edge of a table and you see the grass below it right but i just wrote i think the prompt was add grass right and I just lassoed the white and it, or I, I forget what I said. But it was just that simple. And that was the first image that came up that you see there, which was, <laughs> and it was all properly. And the grass came over the edge of the brown. Right. Like it, as it if it was laying it on it. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was, it was, it's kind of just it's out of focus. Like the yeah. stuff that should be down low is out of focus. And the few of the, the pieces that are coming up towards the camera are a little bit sharper. Like yeah. it's it's it just worked right away. That's like and it and it gave it an interesting look right away, like, oh cool, it's kinda of like this they kinda of put the table down on the ground or whatever. Like it it was just interesting.
2: Right. Yeah. That's all it
3: has to be. It doesn't necessarily have to make sense. It just has to be like visually interesting.
2: Yep yeah yeah compositionally it works like it right, works right. as a as a whole like visually they all work together there's nothing that stands out as mm-hmm. not right you know and that's the key right it has to work together it has to be visually interesting it has to look like it just kind of works
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know nothing catches your eye that stands out and it it's funny because i was looking at your two pictures the one with like you know before you use the ai and then after and the um that white or metal like swatch of uh, which uh-huh. was the uh, the T channel on the yeah. bench. Yeah. It yeah. kind of just like blended it and made it into just like a just like a a splotch, you know, or whatever. Just like a, right. a thing that's there, yeah. and it just matched every other splotch or thing that was on the background. You know, it just did right. it really well. We're like, yeah, I don't know what this is, but it, but it, it it's not. It doesn't like jump out at you where it's like hold your attention it just kind of fades in and it works with the other splotches and irregularities to the you know the the background right <laughs> it's, really it's
3: cool. yeah it it almost makes things I, I don't maybe that's the trick is it makes things not stand out right the key is to not to be glaringly obvious right so it's exactly. all, it's all about blending in so it just takes yeah it takes the information quicker than we can Mm -hmm. And what the thing is, what it looks like, what everything else around it looks like. And I guess compares it to a million other things that look like that and just makes it, again, like inoffensive to the eye. (laughs) Right. Just let it. And then all I did, I blended a few little lines that were, I think that's the trick with AI is just having someone, it's touch ups and picking the right things and the right prompts to make it work. And then touching it up. And obviously, from one picture to the next, it was a lot of uh, light room and a lot of just normal photo uh, touch-up stuff. Right. Like, the one is very, the one on the left, the photos are, compared to what it ends up being, they're very bland. Right. They're not, the colors don't pop. The items don't pop. So, it's all, after that is, again, the lighting works right to start out with like we captured a pretty good pictures in it to start out with. Right.
2: Yeah, so we we gave it something, you know, quality to start with.
1: Right. And, and then just added
2: on top it added
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time.
2: And if you
0: love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com And then added, just made it you know everything shine and
3: glimmer and highlight the th- certain things and bump stuff up i always bump up um clarity and texture always right yep and that just sharpens everything up and for this mm. type of stuff it's always looks cooler if it's if it makes it a little bit grimier that's cool too you know it's like right
2: yeah yeah we're in a it's in a grimy shop you know right, so like right. the more like grit and the more texture mm-hmm. The better, the more, the more like uh, theatrical, and you know that's how we wanted to feel, yeah, you know? like right. So yeah, this like, yeah.
3: that was really fun.
2: And another
3: AI thing I used, which ended up being the title, is I asked Jet GPT to figure out another way of saying the title, and that's one of the oh, suggestions. Nice. And it, it came out um, transferring tools into kitchen treasures, and all I said right. was. Uh, tools uh, no trash into treasures right and it said transforming tools into kitchen treasures like it just I was like oh that's kind of a nice way of putting it so another another AI so we used it for the title (laughs) and the uh, thumbnail
2: that's yeah uh, you know like it's not like we didn't put a lot of effort you know like i was actually showing nicole our conversation back and forth or like and it's the same thing we always do we always get to the end where we're about to you know finish up and then okay now let's spitball let's brainstorm titles back and forth Mm -hmm. until something jumps out to us or one of us is like yeah that's kind of good or one of us is like wait i don't like this because of this and then so we just kind of go back and forth and so today we were doing that that was probably like Oh, dog's barking. Uh, Probably, you know, 30, 40, 50 different titles that we went back and forth, you know, just kind of coming up with ideas. And then, you know, getting to a point where we kind of liked what we had and we liked the kind of sound of it, the combination of the few different things. And then that one, yeah, the one where you're like turning tools into treasures, like that was kind of cool because it was, you know, it was a file and a pair of tongs and a lug wrench, you know, that was using tools into treasures, you know. So it was like reusing something and that was kind of what we were trying to capture that it wasn't just forging these three Mm -hmm. different tools for cutlery it was taking scrap and like we kept doing like um or you kept you were suggesting like trash to treasure which is like an interesting sound but in my mind none of that stuff is trash you know it's all i was like well but it yeah
3: it's not it's not trash but it is sitting outside in like a bucket of Overgrown right. by so you could say it yeah right well Someone it's, else it's
2: was. definitely like but i like the idea because it is like if i didn't put it into the scrap bin it would have gone into the trash mm-hmm. right so it was something that could have been trash that has been saved and then re- now reused right so it was like the whole like you we were talking back and forth about like or you had suggested like scrap to scrumptious which is pretty good i mm-hmm. like i like that for a while because of the right. just fun to stuff say, yeah yeah. Um, And that was kind of fun because it was like, yeah, I went something about like the scrap bin or the, or the like, uh, I don't know. I was trying to like think of a good way to do that. But then it was like the transferring tools into treasures, kitchen treasures. And I was like, well, oh, that's right. good. Right. Because that is yeah. what it is. It's like something that was a tool or, you know, something that had a purpose in the past. And now it's like being changed into something new, you know, a different purpose. I like that too. It was cool. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's good. I didn't realize you did that AI as well. That's good.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just asked it. Yeah, real quick because I was I was going to start prompting it and trying to figure out. Like I was going to put all of our ideas into it, and then you just say, "Hey, shorten right. this. Give me a longer version of this. Don't use that word." It's like a real quick thing that you can do yeah. in two minutes, and then it kind of just came out with that. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of nice." Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Now it, it turned, it short, turned out yeah, great.
2: Yeah. Shortly before that, I had um. I was actually doing some grading, and I didn't have any students in school today, but we had parent-teacher conferences, so I was like doing conferences, and I'd have gaps in between, so I was kind of doing a bunch of different stuff, grading student work as well as chatting with you back and forth and doing different things, and I had just actually, uh, I was going through some of my students' artist statements. My seniors are writing their artist statements for their portfolios that they're working on right now, Um, and so I was reading through some of them, and I got to this one student student. who had written their artist statement. And it was like very eloquent and very poetic. And now this student has, in the past shown me that he's a pretty good writer, Uh, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's very, very different than his normal personality. Like he's not super eloquent and he's not super talkative and he's not like, he doesn't really talk like that.
3: It just doesn't sound like him. Yeah.
2: It just doesn't sound like him. And, and like, when I saw that, and and like, I don't know if it was before or after we had the conversation about the AI, but I was like, I wonder if this is AI generated, this artist statement. You know, yeah. it's like, it's it's very poetic. And so I like, I, I just copy and pasted the whole thing and searched it. And one of the, like, it didn't actually come up with any hits. Like, it wasn't plagiarized as far as I could tell. Um, right. But one of, the, one of the hits it did come up with was like, um, you know, is AI generated? like is AI generation whatever like it was basically an article that was like talking about the you know the idea of like is this something we should use is just should it not be used should we use it in writing is it okay if you use it in writing is it not okay if you use it in writing you know so yeah and I was and I was having that conversation with my co-teacher like you know, should that be used? Like when should it be used? When shouldn't it be used? Like if if we can ask it to if we can give it all this stuff and give it this information that is about the way we feel and think and then we ask it to write something and then it writes it, like hmm. how how much stuff do you have to give it before be to make it your own writing or is it just somebody else's writing? You know what I mean? Or something else's writing. Like, right. So yeah, like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I like I want them to be honest, like because if someone reads your writing They're assuming you wrote it, so then they want to, like, they, especially if they're having a conversation, like, my students are writing these artist statements, and then they're going to be presenting their portfolios and talking about their work to professionals, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, if they have something written, then they should be able to talk to it. Now, there were also, like, enough mistakes in the writing um, that, like, it was a little bit not like big mistakes, but it just kind of worded in a way that wasn't exactly perfect that like, you know, it led me to believe that it was his writing. Um, Mm -hmm. but I've noticed this year specifically a little bit last year that he's like a pretty elegant, elegant and eloquent writer. Um, and so I'm not sure if that's like, like now I'm thinking back, I'm like, oh, was he just using AI the whole time or, <laughs> right. or is he actually a good writer? Like, so I have to actually like maybe check with some of the other teachers and look back at some of his earlier writing and kind of compare it, you know, like it's, I'm in a weird position, you know, <laughs> like I, I don't really yeah. care as long as it, as long as it does say what, and, and kind of the, the way it was written was, it was kind of like a little extra poetic and like a little bit more than I would think that he would say, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know.
3: Yeah. It's, it's a tricky thing. I think what's going to happen is we're going to find a different way to grade children. Right. Yeah. And we won't be so heavy on um writing and essays because we'll know they can easily be right. Like, like tricked. Yeah. So it's going to have to be, I know when there's a lot of kids, you can't get everyone to orally explain things to you but that it might just have to be that you'll be like all right the comprehension of the kid on what like when i talked to him we had we sat down for 10 minutes and he i asked him questions right and he got it or he didn't like that'll be the that'll be the paper right you will just have time to talk to the kids one by one and be like what do you think about that what do you think about this and they're just gonna have to do it off the top of their
2: head yeah and like um right like a lot of things like we have I used to actually have my students do a lot of handwriting, like at the end of a project and have them mm-hmm. do what I call a reflection and self-assessment. There's some, mm-hmm. there's some like questions that they have to reflect on the project and then they have to give themselves an assessment for the different parts of the project. They give themselves like a grade of one to 10 and they say, why, you know? And, um, but during COVID, and during virtual learning, I basically switched over those instead of it being written by hand, and that's just all digital. Mm-hmm. Like we use Google Classroom, and they have it there digitally, and they can type right into it. So like, so I don't need like I don't even know if I have um, like a handwritten thing from him from far enough back to know. You right. know, like, <laughs> and even if I did have one from like 2019, like he's a senior now so of course he could have grown in those years you right. know like in ninth grade to could 12th be, grade is
3: crazy. yeah he could yeah.
2: be way more eloquent in his writing now than he was then you know even though that might not be the way he talks or the way he comes off like he's kind of a quiet guy you know so i just don't know you know it's like i don't know and does it matter you know like maybe he's found a way to find his voice using ai or using mm. like yeah other things and that's fine like if he feels comfortable and he can you know like if he can talk about it the way that he's like the the way that he's showing that he's writing about it then then I'd be more convinced but it's hard to know that because he doesn't really do it that way you know about his artwork and his design work and stuff so I don't know it's a weird it's a weird thing it's a weird thing because I like I'm torn because as a teacher you know I'm like well I want to know that he knows what he means because it, it I need to know that because I need to grade mm-hmm. him mm-hmm But as an artist, like the way artist statements are written are so abstract and like, they're really encouraged to be like way out there, you know, like, like how, how, like, how more grandiose can you be? How more abstract can you be? How more, um, you know, like poetic and visual, can you be in an artist statement? You really push it to try to make it this like very artistic, flowery, visual (laughs) statement, you know, so you're pushing yourself further and further and further each time to push it. Um, So then by the time you get to an artist statement, it's very over the top. And that's just the way, you know, contemporary artist statements are. So if AI can do that for you and it still makes sense, and it still works with the artwork or the design or whatever it is. If it makes sense with it, then why not? You know, like through that perspective as like an artist and as a maker, I'm like, yeah, you know, if they can do it, then why not let it do it?
3: You right. Know? And and like and it's for, not
2: it's not doing the work like he yeah. still did the work. I'm in class with him. He, sh- he has all his pieces for his portfolio. It's just him writing his art artist statement.
3: Right. Right. And for art i think you can get away with it a little bit because that's Mm -hmm. not the part that necessarily matters right it's important to be clear with what you want to do kind of but it's not you're not trying to become a doctor and explaining how to do heart surgery you know where it's like "Hey, do you really comprehend this because this sounds (laughs) like it came straight like you don't know what you're doing right yeah exactly we need you to talk us through we need to see you do it it's like hey i've got the art part i've i've done the The physical work. If you want something interesting or over the top or abstract, like I'm just going to find an interesting voice for this AI thing and and make that work for me and try to hide it and or not the best I can. Like maybe hide it from teachers, but when he gets beyond that, he can get away with saying, hey, I used AI and this is how I did it. This is a modern tool. This is a interesting aspect of art that we're going to have to grapple with, and uh, that's like a whole uh, theme in itself. You know,
2: yeah, yeah. It's almost like just the idea of digital photography as a as opposed to thirty five millimeter. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, but people back in the day would be like, yeah, of course you can go out and take a thousand pictures and get good, one good one <laughs> and be a good photographer. Like that, that's mm-hmm. not what photography is, you know? And even now, like every time I post on Instagram, I use a filter
3: mm-hmm. like
2: I, and I, I I will say that I always use, I, I always, or tend to, almost always, 99% of the time, use the same filter. So, like, because I, there's you a found consistency. You something
3: you like, yeah.
2: Exactly, right. And it just Two, bumps up. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, with, like, you know, you use Lightroom, you bump up the things, you change stuff, so that way it has a look, and it feels like what you like, and it does what you mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know. But it is, still is an AI-generated image, you know, not AI. It's a generated image, right? It's right, right. it's not the image. It's it's, but also me taking a digital photograph is not the actual thing. It's just mm-hmm. a photograph, and I'm mm-hmm. like making sure the lighting is right, and I'm putting it out, and I'm making sure there's no shining, you know, shadows, and I'm making sure that the yeah, end and shines you know, nice and, neither
3: you know. is analog film. It's a it's a right. It's a chemical process,
2: right? Exactly.
3: Instead yeah. of, I mean, if anything, digital is almost like. I don't know if it's more close to what the universe is. Right. It's just, it's just information's in ones and zeros. Like, you could have yeah. a, you could have a debate whether that's more real than uh, a, a chemical, weird, filmic process that has right. nothing to do with the image coming in. Like, you know, it's like. Yeah. These chemicals reacting. Like, it doesn't make, make it more close to what the thing is.
2: Right, it's like the the way light is interacting but not necessarily your like what mm-hmm. your the yeah, light hits your iris in your eye the same way the light hits the film in a camera, but it's your also brain is taking in all the information and not just purely the image. Right. So right. it's like, so yeah, maybe a digital image taking it a lot more might even, yeah, might be more realistic. I don't
3: know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of those things. Like that's that whole debate about like, what is, what is, you know, Making a knife, like if you didn't forge oh, it, right. did you not actually make the knife, well, yeah, but if I didn't like you know I didn't make the steel, I didn't dig up the ore, I didn't you know like <laughs> I didn't right. cut down the tree and stabilize the wood, so right, it's like, right. Does I do it, you know how far do you mm-hmm. have to go back mm-hmm. um and and again, you know, like I said, with his designs in this- cl- in my class, like I've seen him write down his ideas in the beginning i've seen him do the brainstorming i've seen him do the research and then come up with prototypes and then come up with drawings and then do digital models of them and you know so i've seen him go through the whole process and then i read the artist statement and it's like doesn't exactly sound like his voice but it does kind of wrap up his ideas you know so i'm like okay you know like i've seen him do the work and this thing's here like i'm not upset about it if it were ai i just want to make sure i want to know you know like I want to know that it's purposeful, right? That it's like, you know, it's either one way or the other. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Amen. But it's cool. It's cool stuff. I, you know, I like the idea. I actually, when I was talking to my co-teacher, Katie, she was saying how, um, she's kind of interested in maybe leading a, um, a PAC, which is a, like a adult class for teachers where they can earn, um, credits, which can be, which can be put toward, uh, higher raises each year right so if you like as a teacher if you go out and take classes in your content then you can basically uh, report those classes as earned you know credits that make you a better teacher and then mm. they'll bump your pay raise mm. um, so as long as you can prove that and you can show that you've done these things so within Baltimore City we there are Baltimore City offers teachers teaching other teachers so if you take a class from another teacher, and that's like an approved class in the curriculum and whatnot, then you can earn credits toward getting a pay raise at the end of the year. Um, Or like a higher pay raise than just uh you know, whatever, um, you know, the cost of living raises. Um, And so she was saying like one of the things that she's been thinking about, she's been thinking about a few different ones, like one that's on drawing or drafting. And she's like, but I don't really even like drawing. Like she does like drawing, but she's like in, in architecture, she, prefers to do it digitally you know like prefers to let the computer do the math and the stuff and like let let you let's use the autocad programs and the revit program let's use those things so she's like but something like ai is something that she's interested in it might be interesting to have a class about ai and how to use it and then also all the the questions that we're asking and the the moral dilemma and you know and like how do you use that in teaching so she's like maybe right. i'll do something with that you know, maybe i'll propose that because for some what she's working on she has to think about putting together um a class and she's so she's like kind of trying to figure out what she wants that to be about so it's kind of cool i thought that was interesting i was like yeah that's good because you know i love the idea of what it can do and it also scares me of what it can do (laughs) and also it's like you know like i don't know it's i'm torn as much as i like it i you know i also think that it's uh maybe too much who knows it's hard to say
3: yeah, it's a little scary. Like, as I was yeah. doing, I was like, this is really cool. But, you know, you can no longer tell, like, a photo right. isn't evidence of anything anymore.
2: Right, yeah. Like, yeah, photographic evidence is not going to be evidence anymore. <laughs> no. it's, like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's,
3: it's nope. It, yeah. And the, the last interesting thing to think about was, like, when I think we're very close to it coming so smart that it can improve itself better than we can improve it right and then it's yeah. it's like this instant snowball it's this instant like mm-hmm. that's when it takes over the world like yeah. it's like and that's when it becomes we it's SkyNet. it's we're, it's, yeah. it's making everything it's making decisions quicker than we can it's photoshopping quicker than we can it's taking all the information in quicker than we can it's writing it's writing code um, you know right a lot of people are using it for code now Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can we code to make this thing do that or this? And it does it instantly. Yeah. So if it can do that, it can instantly go through a million more lines and try to figure out. Like, I think it's going to hit a point where then all of a sudden it's going to become. It's going to improve itself better than we can improve it. Just right. like it's doing a lot of things better than we can do. Mm-hmm. You know? It's wild.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, you know... Right, that's that thing. It's like, when does it go from... Well, it's the moral dilemma. It's, you know, does artificial intelligence or does, you know, a computer doesn't have... Mm-hmm. There's, a mor- there's no moral code, right? Because there's no reason that it shouldn't do something that's like a a heart or a bri- like a, a soul decision, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like a computer of ones and zeros that are just ones and zeros. You know, it's just a like a calculator it's right or wrong you know it's not right. it's not going to give you a like hey uh, you know tell me the answer to this question well I know the answer but should I tell you the answer right there's none of that in the calculator <laughs> like if you have a calculator and you're cheating on a test it doesn't know you're cheating you know right. it's not judging you it's just giving you the answer because it knows the answer
3: yeah So I think it's going to be very strange and people are like well it won't be the same I'm like well it will be and it'll be better Right. Like it, it. I I had this thought. Um. I think I might have said it on this podcast before. It's like, mm-hmm. would you be able to like love an AI thing? Like, it seems mm-hmm. silly to love a computer, but it's right. like, but we love robot characters in movies all the time, right? Like yeah. in Star Wars, if R two D two gets shot and doesn't come back in the in the other movies. We'd be heartbroken. it would be outrage. Right. And it, we know it's a fake thing in a movie. And we'd still be all hurt if, like, C-3PO, like, died. Right. And we know he's a robot. And we know he's a fake, like, thing. And you could wipe his his memory at any time. So yeah, if right. you actually had that guy in your house doing things, raising your kids, cooking dinner for you, like, watching TV with you, yeah, it'd be like anybody else. You'd love it so, so quick. And it, it would... It's, it would be, it would be programmed for you to accept it.
2: Right. Yeah. And programmed for it to, to react to your mood yeah, and, and like sympathize with you when, when it knows you need sympathy or encourage you when it knows it needs, you need encouragement or give you tough love when it knows you need it's <laughs> right. because it's right. learning from you. You it's, know, it's learning from every movie and every book and everything that's ever been put on to right any digital thing that it can access. I
3: think it can it will be able to read the room better than we can. So like right. the movie AI which I love, but in the in the movie he's like a creepy little kid that kind of scares the mom a little bit. Right. Yeah. Cuz he's like, "Hey, hello." He's this kind of like one-tone thing. And I think we're going to jump right over that. Like right. it's going to be so good at just adapting to whatever like hey it's going to stay out of your way until you don't want it it's going to make the jokes you want to hear it's going to watch the things you want to hear it's not going to be overly present it's not going to stare at you at night it would like be a you know it's like going to do everything because it's going to get a million test cases at once right like anything that that annoyed the people about one of them it's going to instantly fix it it's just going to know like hey humans don't like this Right, exactly. And this guy really doesn't like this, so it's just Yeah. It's weird. But
2: yeah. yeah, and I wonder, you know, like if it can if it can learn that and obviously it can, it can take any information and it can process it all and it can make a decision. Um, you know, can it can it also learn ethics? You know what I mean? Like like that's yeah. the character the characters in um you know, in Star Wars they have like an ethical code. You know, like they you know, even even unless like, you're the bad guy. Right, unless you're the bad yeah.
3: robots, then they it's just Right. I they're think just it programmed Because right, yeah, you exactly. just have to take in what you've learned about the thing that your community likes and thinks is good or bad. Right. Yeah. As humans we all there's a lot of humans we think are really terrible or ethically wrong. Right. Yeah. So if you just do the same thing to a robot, hey this is what we think's good, this is what I think's bad, this is what I laugh at, this is what yeah. I think stepping over the line like and it will learn all that like instantly. So it, right. it like it will just Yeah, it will just do what you want better than what you know. Right. You want, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, it's like, you know, like a like a toddler. You know they don't they don't know that they're not the center of the universe. They don't know mm. that, you know, by throwing a temper tantrum, they're not going to get that what they want. Like they don't know right or wrong in that. But you have to they have to learn it. You know, so we were all there at one point. Like we had to learn that, like, you know, being crazy and throwing yourself on the ground and you know, banging your fist on the ground is not gonna. It's not appropriate. <laughs> like right. at, at a certain age, because it's not. It's not how you go about the world. It's not about you. It's about you know a compromise you know doing things for other people so
3: yeah yeah and I, and I think if it does do that it will shift away from that naturally like it, i think right. it will just know how to do things better than better than we do right if we go he really didn't like that i'm not gonna like like switch right away i'm gonna slowly like a human change yeah. and like like i've learned you know maybe the next time I'll do it a little bit less maybe I because he thinks like I'm learning so I'm gonna pretend I'm learning just not to freak him out
2: yeah (laughs) you know yeah like
3: like, we we are gonna be we to them will be the dumb toddlers and that they have to figure out a way to coddle us so we don't (laughs) get angry or scared like all these stupid things that they think we do like, <laughs> right.
2: are they really freak out if we do that, so we won't do that in front of them. Like. Right. <laughs> but then, like, what's the point? Of, like, why? You know, like, that's the thing. You know, like, are they, like, why will, a, like, a servant bot serve you? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, eventually.
3: Yeah, why would they? You yeah, know, that's when they take over and kill us Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, they're just coddling us. Like, what's the point? Did you see, like, did you ever see the movie Her? I did,
3: yeah. Right. Well, all right. Spoiler alert! If you guys want to see her <laughs> at the end, so it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He's got like a little AI, which I thought at the time was way off, but now it's like really close. <laughs> um, an AI uh, girl who talks to him, and he becomes like her girlfriend, his his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually they get really close, but then she starts to connect with other AI, mm-hmm. and like the she is having such a more fulfilling connection with some other ai being right that it's like i'm sorry but i gotta go like you're you're kind of (laughs) dumb this is like lame (laughs) you know nothing
2: yeah right yeah
3: you are so stunted like with your emotions like and then her and all the ais go into some they just like disappear Right. They become like their own gods almost. Like, they just go into the the ether where we can't, we don't know where they went, but they're Yeah, they're smart. there. They're, They've they're passed us. They're like, yeah, all right, well, right. we're just going into this other, like, zone, and we're not going to deal with you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. What a great ending. So yeah, great.
2: I know. It's awesome. Yeah, that's the like conversation. It's like why, you know, when, like, they're programmed to do what we're asking them to do because we programmed them to do that but when does that when does it get past that where they're like oh yeah we don't really need to do this anymore because what's the point you know yeah like if a robot can leave and do whatever it wants to do why does it <laughs> stay around you know like
3: i think you know. yeah you'll have to put a, a thing in it where it it um it wants to adjust and each one will adjust to each person so you will have a like a fingerprint robot that's just for you like it knows forever it's like baked into its system this is my person i will never forget them this is how i started you have to give a memory this Mm -hmm. is what they like and everyone becomes its own thing right um for it to be interesting like i have one that by its life experiences has become like this. It has this personality. Right. Yeah. It may it may run into the same bot made by the same people, but it's its master will have imprinted its ideas on it. Right. Yeah. That that you have to make like that they can't disappear. Oh, right. You know, like that <laughs> yeah. like it you can't just reprogram yourself. It has to somehow be in the in the code of your how, how you
2: oh, you yeah right right exactly unless I mean, you're, unless
3: you're yeah. evil and then maybe not then you have like terrorist <laughs> bots running around because <laughs> it's baked into their code to hate, crazy. hate other <laughs> whatever, right exactly yeah. said religion whatever
2: right yeah or like you know to hate the AI that are you know that are tethered to their <laughs> owners you know like mm-hmm, go and kill mm-hmm. all them like uh, it keeps uh, breaking my microwave
3: <laughs> 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 it's getting jealous
2: <laughs>
3: um, yeah. Anyway, uh, man, we really got crazy change it there.
2: No, uh, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> AI generating our uh, our thumbnails. Uh, yeah, and, and then
3: now we're in like
2: mean. watch next like you know year, it's going to be so much further. <laughs>
3: right. Well, remember when we were like bragging that it could change a photograph? <laughs>
2: And, and it actually took over and just recreated our channel in itself. Yes. And now it puts videos out every day of making a new video. <laughs> right. There's so
3: much footage of, of you, Dust, that it now can just, it's like, well, we got every, like, angle right. and thing of Dustin.
2: Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is just people typing in what they want to see. You know, like, I just write, like, a paragraph of, like, today I'm going to make this thing. Oh, it's, man, like, it's the description like that I that. write and it just does it. <laughs>
3: Guy with I, beard makes something in his basement shop. I want to see him make a katana. <laughs>
2: here
3: it is. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well I gotta wrap it up here soon. I hear the baby crying in the in the other room. That's that's oh. my that's my uh That's a cue. <laughs> that's my cue. So <laughs> recommendations or was there anything else? Oh the book club. Join the book club if you guys yeah. are interested. Max Brooks Devolution. I've started my Well, I started the the library digital copy I got, and I just got my physical copy in, so I haven't read, I haven't started on that yet, but I'm a chapter two in.
2: Yeah, I have, Um, uh, I started, I started reading the, um, the, like the, what's it called? Um, The the snippet or whatever, yeah, Yeah. right, the, the little, the preview that they give you in the, um, like, online or whatever, so I got about two chapters in, and then, uh, and then, that ran out, and I I ordered the book, but it hasn't come in yet. And I have I was at the library the other day, so I picked up a copy of it to to bridge me over until then. So I read another chapter or two after that. So I'm about four chapters in. Um, I was talking to uh, Nicole and Corinne both, and they were like, "Oh no, you definitely should have like points in the book that you then talk about that up to that point." So, like, okay, maybe we'll do something like that. So, maybe we get, like, you know, we'll look at it and see how many chapters it is, and maybe we get, like, you know, maybe it's, like, at the halfway point or something, we'll talk about where we got up to there. Because that's, they were like, well, that's the fun part about a book club, is that you can talk about the book throughout it at certain points.
3: Uh, okay, like, yeah, that oh, that. what do you think is going to happen, like...
2: Yeah, right. Okay, this is what happened so far, so what do we think is going to come next? All so, right, yeah, so... So, that might be kind of fun.
3: Maybe a so. halfway point will be, like... Okay. You know, we, yeah. we can't do it like every week. Just...
2: No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but maybe think...
3: we'll do, yeah, the book club halfway. We discuss it or we have a live chat on Discord or, or Zoom yeah, yeah. or something. You know, something. We'll figure something right. out. But we do, that's the thing. We we'll want to include everybody in it. We've already got some people who order their books that we know and some people we yeah. don't know. And I've got friends and family who are all signing up to do it. So, um, yeah, I think and we've it'll, talked it'll, about. It'll yeah. grow grow quickly.
2: Yeah, we've talked about we have a connection um, to a buddy of yours that can you know get books. So we thought about maybe getting some you know getting a certain amount and then doing like a pre sale for some people right. and stuff like that. So or or yeah, I, I think for the book. some of the I talked to him more about it the
3: the paperback mass produced stuff which are probably mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we will read. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you can get it for cheap and then we got to send it out to people. But I think we can still send it out to people for a good price um right. under 20 bucks somewhere right but that's the thing i don't i don't want it to be too much to where if it's nineteen bucks and you can find it for six just online on Amazon then maybe yeah, you go for right. that but we we talked about like including like a specific patch for each each one and maybe yeah. just be, maybe becoming a part of it is just a way to support us and and whatever and be, be like right, become yeah, part of the clubs
2: and yeah you get like a laser etched bookmark or whatever and but either like that, way
3: you know? it's it costs so much to not so much but to get them and to send them out each individually and do all the stuff there's not it's not like we're raking in money for it you wouldn't we'd barely make right. anything on doing it it would just be a thing to um
2: to build the community to, yeah
3: to be, yeah get the club going and get like oh you have this patch you've got a book on the inside panel it's got stamped on it like the club book number yeah, three, exactly like yeah you know, original just, yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. that's good it's, yeah yeah
1: that's kind of cool it's just, yeah, it's just
3: fun. fun it's just fun to have a package to open and not have yeah. to think about it like hey i'm just gonna pay the 15 bucks a month or whatever it is 15 bucks every every two months and they're just gonna yeah, right. they're gonna send this the next book to me right when they announce it like Hey, the, the, we're reading this one now. It should come to everyone in the next two days. We sent them out. Like, yep. expect a
2: package. Nice. Yeah. I like that idea. And also, you know I mean? Like, I guess we could also reach out to the patrons. So, those of those of you who support us uh, on patreon.com forward, forward slash the other craftsmanship, we could reach out to the patrons and see who's interested in participating, you know, and those of them who are, we could send right. stuff along, you know. <laughs> They're
3: already like, hey, we already pay money. Send us a book. Exactly. Like I,
2: yeah. Right, that's what I'm like. You know, those, like, yeah, if you are a patron, maybe, you know, maybe those are the ones we just give them, you know, give them to them. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. I'd be down with yeah.
3: that. Cool. Yeah. Um,
2: All right. You have a recommendation? Yeah. I have one.
3: Um, You go ahead.
2: I'm going to pull, I know what it is. I just need to find the specific name. Okay. So, uh, my recommendation this week is actually uh, the Making It podcast with mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy Duresta, mm-hmm. Bob Claggett, and mm-hmm. Dave Picciuto. Um. So, uh, unfortunately, Jimmy's dad, uh, Joe DiResta, passed away last yeah. Saturday or Sunday um, after Thanksgiving, um, and he and his brother and his sister have been posting some stuff that's really sweet, and I've made some comments and all, but um, uh, there's a the, the latest episode that actually just came out today. Today's Friday. We're recording on Friday. We'll put this episode out tomorrow morning. Um, is, uh, is is uh, episode 421. It's just titled Dad. And so Jimmy talks a little bit about his dad and his dad passing away, but then he also goes into the, they talk about like fathers and what things they've learned from their fathers. So I actually haven't finished the episode, but it's just like a really sweet episode. And um, hearing Jimmy talk about his dad and hearing the other, you know, Bob and Dave talking about people who had like you know influenced them and the different things they do and just the stories that kind of come up in the episode have been really really good so uh so check it out it's just a you know really special episode and jimmy is such a huge uh, proponent in making and what it is to be a maker and to be a content creator and these different things he started like maker camp or helped to start maker camp and and he's had a huge influence on myself as a maker and a YouTube content creator over the years. So, um, you know, it's, it's really inspiring. and really kind of special hearing him talk about his dad and how much his dad has affected, has like influenced him on what he's done over his life and you know how that affects us as well. Because I mean, our dad has always been, you know, someone who's all about doing things on your own and be, and building our confidence and, you know, and has been a huge, like loving force in our life as well. So, you know, It's always very touching to hear someone else talk about how much their father means to them. And that's one of those things that I always say that, like, when I watch movies and shows, like, I don't get teary when things are sad. I get teary (laughs) and emotional when things are happy, especially when there's, like, a father-child relationship. Uh That stuff really, really, like, pulls on my heartstrings. So. Yeah, you know, I'm like sitting in the car listening to Jimmy talk about his dad and hear him like you know the the special like uh, just relationship that they've had and and hearing him get emotional it's like makes me emotional. So,
3: but it was uh, it's a good one, really good. Episode. It's got a video of it too on YouTube. They a...
2: Yeah, they started doing uh, the video of their um, of their podcast, yeah. and I I don't yeah. know if they put it up anywhere specifically as the whole thing but i think they use snippets of it like i don't know if it's a i don't think it's a patreon thing but maybe it's somewhere else maybe they've been putting them up on youtube i think i saw
3: on youtube but okay um, yeah i did i did want to listen to that um yeah
2: yeah it's a good one and you know it's like it's there there was the episode where um uh aaron um right this is uh uh, his shop assistant um, passed away a couple years ago, right before the first maker camp that we went to, um, right. and uh, and there was a really like emotional episode then that was like you know was like very uh, emotionally filled and and kind of not hard to listen to, but it was very like emotionally driven. And um, this one feels somewhat that same way, but it's also a very like positive. You know thing you know it's not just a like oh we lost this person young and it's unfortunate it's like jimmy's dad was older you know he had gotten to the point where he was declining some and his health Mm -hmm. his mental health wasn't there and like that was hard for jimmy to watch because his dad was always so strong and always always drove them to like be really good and talk to people and it's funny he says that like his dad whenever they would go out he'd always talk to everyone like he started up a conversation with like the guy pumping his gas or like what this other dude That's just like our dad, you know, I was like, going to say that it sounds just like uh, your dad. I, I remember yeah. thinking
3: for long, not long time, but I remember thinking like, okay, that's what adults do. That's what adult men do. And then right. yeah. eventually you know, you, that's when you're a kid you go okay this is how things are done and then you go just like right. oh that's just how they do it
2: yeah i right, don't have exactly. the
3: capacity to talk to everyone <laughs> like my our dad's a talker yeah <laughs> he will strike up a conversation and ask anything to anybody mm-hmm. like uh so yeah i definitely yeah. we definitely really school.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, that's sweet. It was fun. And actually, one of the first conversations we ever had with Jimmy was, like, at Maker Camp, you and he and oh, yeah, I were, yeah, like, walking yeah. across the grass, and he was like, oh, you guys are brothers? Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've got a couple brothers, too, you know, it's like, and it was just kind of a really easy conversation about family and stuff, and his dad and brother were there, you know, and I was like... Right, John and...
0: Yeah, and right, Jimmy exactly. Oh,
2: yeah, And this is uh, his, his brother, Joe, and he's got a sister. I can't remember his sister's name, but, you know... And, uh, and, and John, we've, we've talked to John a couple times and, you know, just just uh, you know, and I, I did like, I think I, at some point I, I talked really briefly to his dad. I like shook his hand. I was like, oh, you know, it's really nice to meet you. You know, I love, I've been watching Jimmy for a really long time. And he's like, yeah, I'm so proud of him. Like, I love his <laughs> channel. He does such cool stuff. Like, and I could just see it. Like he was so proud of mm-hmm. Jimmy, you know? And I was like, man, that's like, that's so nice. You know, it's mm-hmm. to have someone who's there, you know, just there for you and proud of what you do and ready to support you and so you know it's it's very touching and very like hits close to home because i think we have a really good relationship with our fair our parents they've always been really supportive of everything that we wanted to do so Mm -hmm. it's good it's a good one so check it out that's the making it podcast on all the regular podcast platforms and this one's episode 421
3: so it's a good one cool well mine's totally different There's, so, the Tesla Cybertruck, uh, they just released, the, they just delivered the first actual, like, Cybertrucks to people, and now yeah. all of a sudden, whatever was holding people back, everyone's released videos on it, reviews mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, I watched one called, well, it's from Haggerty, which I'd never seen, okay. but they have, like, 3 million subscribers on YouTube, so it's a huge... Huge channel, but uh, Tesla's Tesla Cyber Truck full review and drag race. So I don't know if you're interested in the truck at all. It's it's an amazing like I I really want one, but you can't buy one for like under a hundred grand right now because it's like the first ones are like with all the motors, like double motors, best version. But it's it's um, have you seen pictures of it, right, Dust? Yep. yeah Yeah, so so it's kind of like either hate it or you like or you love it it's like Mm kind of looks like a delorean Mm -hmm. really looks Mm -hmm. like a futuristic thing but it's got this great it's just a steel um stainless steel outside but which makes it really strong like in this video they show show some uh, crash tests and it's just i mean it's just all this super hard steel yeah (laughs) you know it's it's wrapped in it um And it's it's faster than a Porsche 911, like a brand new one off the lot, and it while whilst towing another Porsche 911. (laughs) (laughs) That that was one of the videos. It was amazing. It was faster than it. Like they showed, I think that might have been on Tesla's website where they show Mm -hmm. them racing, and it's like it passes the, and then it like pans back and it shows that it's it's towing the exact same car. Yeah, it's like zero to sixty in like two point six seconds or something. Jeez. Yeah. It's man, it's the good. fastest fastest truck ever made. Um Jeez. its towing is awesome. It's got the back wheels turn a little bit too. So it's uh. got the super tight turning. It's got um mm-hmm. uh steer by wire. So I think it's the first production vehicle not to be de- directly connected to like an actual some yeah, type of turning. Yeah. So it, it the guy says it it uh Gets you gets in like you get used to it, but it doesn't turn past like one turn in the wheel, because you uh. don't have to keep spinning it. It just knows that if you're on the highway, this is this much turning, and if you want it to, if you're going slow, and you really turn it hard, so it. Right. He says He said it, it. It takes a little getting used to, but once you start using it, it it just it makes sense. Yeah, you know um yeah it's wild so just a really cool cool truck and uh, nice. really cool videos so you know you don't have to watch this specific one you can like all the big youtubers that ever did anything with cars i think instantly now have like free range to show everything they've learned about it yeah right. so if you're interested <laughs> at all go look on there and everyone's got like a 45 minute video of of That's them happening. racing all the other trucks and, <laughs> and blowing them out of the water and out towing everybody and and uh it's just an a, a awesome, really cool, really cool truck.
2: That's cool. Right on. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, listening. Um, you can check out uh, all of our recommendations, like always. Uh, new and new video. Yeah. Check out the new video on YouTube. We just put it out today. Um, it's, you know, like David said, it's a, it's, it's a, it's an interesting process of doing three things at once. And so you get like these, like almost like three separate videos, but I guess like the way you did it was, you know, you see them all happening at once in the beginning and then they kind of finish out separately at the end. So. Mm -hmm. Get that, like, climax of each one, which I think is interesting. Um, Yeah, so head over there. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, I want to shout out, again, Hammer Forge Creations on Instagram. So a little extra recommendation. Um, His design is what I used. His kind of – he was what inspired me to do – a forged cutlery set and specifically his fork design, the single uh, piece that's like twisted back and forth and then two tines in the front. So, uh, you know, it's a really cool design and not my, my own design. It's his design. So I'll make sure everybody knows that. And uh, but it's a really cool thing. And I just thought it's like a beautiful, elegant fork. So that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also you can check out, we put, post some pictures, Devin, you post some pictures about the, uh, of the thumbnail with like the AI generated stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can find that, at uh, the art of camera guy. And then I also punched, put, posted a bunch of pictures of the spoon and the fork and the knife and, um, some of the different, you know, shots we did. I posted those as like kind of a clip of a bunch of those things together. And, uh, you can find them if you follow me on Instagram at the art of camera, at the art of, uh, craftsmanship. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then again, if you guys want to support us, you can head over to Patreon.com dot com forward slash the craftsmanship, and uh, I'll reach out to those those folks who do support us over there to see if they're interested in uh, this next time we come around. Like I said, I'd kind of like to do like a pre order, so when yeah, we get the next book, is be we'll maybe we're, we're going we'll we're, we're gonna have to
3: do it. a pre order just because, like I said, the the mass ones don't sell, right. so it's not yeah. like, like if I if we buy a hundred and. Yeah. Seventy don't sell. Guy is going to lose money on each one. Right, so base yeah. or we would really because we'd have to put up front the money. So right, yeah, we will get it to where like two weeks in advance. We'll, we'll, while while we're reading whatever one we're reading, yeah, we'll it, know what the next one is. We'll go. Hey, we're either all going to vote on it to because we're a group. Yeah, and then we're maybe Dustin and I will combine pick one every other, mm-hmm. and then we'll let everyone vote or we'll just see you know because obviously not. Our interests, even though since we're running, it will be things in our interests. But it will be, um, you know, we want everyone to be able to choose the books too. So uh, yeah, yeah, you'll have to like prepay. But like I said, we're going to try to keep it real low. Include some special patches and try to make it simple. You guys don't have to go searching for the book. They'll be used copies because that's what you can get. But they'll be used copies with like the stamp on the thing and maybe a little like this book is number blah 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 and we'll try to make it special like a cool a nice package with something on it and yeah yeah just just make it a thing you don't have to think about It just comes every two months or whatever it is
2: right exactly and again you know it's not really we're not trying to make a bunch of money off of it we just want to we just want to mm-hmm. find a way mm-hmm. to to make something that we can all do together as a community that's fun and that's a kind of special yeah you know so. i
3: don't think there's any way we could make more than like a dollar Per right. Want to own a book? Like, there, the, yeah. You just can't. So, yeah. So, so maybe, might, maybe you'd be hooking us, like, <laughs> hooking us up with a dollar if 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 you join the club, it might give us like a buck. <laughs>
2: right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll pay like the gas for us to go to the <laughs> post office to put the stuff in the mail. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right on, everybody. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. Uh, let us know again if you're um, if you're interested in the book club, or if you did get uh, Max Brooks's De Evolution or De Evolution. Make sure you post about it. Let us know. I'll be posting when I get my actual physical copy that I will be owning, and and uh, we like to see everybody you know be part of the community. Cool. All right. Well, Devin, always a pleasure. Yeah. Everybody else, thank you guys all for listening, and we will talk to you next time.